Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hi, guys. Welcome hey. back. Hey. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Hey, Pod, welcome back, back, back. As you can see this week, we are not alone with the three of us. We are with a, yes. a lovely guest. And we're going we're gonna to introduce her properly and let her introduce herself properly when the time comes. But, you know, I'm Bianca, BB, Beyonce's biggest fan, whatever you want to say. Oh, gosh. <laughs> she, she, she always has I knew that was there. coming. I knew that was um, coming. Yeah, so I'm Bianca. Um, I'm Shade or Shade, whichever one flicks your boat. Azariah actually asked me what's the right way to pronounce it, and it's actually Shade, so I think I'm just going to say Shade from now on. But yeah, yeah. I'm Shade, guys. <laughs> and I'm Jenny, Jen, Jennifer, um, I've been called all of them, so I answer to all. <laughs> yes, and this week we are joined by the lovely, beautiful, wise... As Raya Harvey, and we're so yes. so so excited because Hi you've guys. been. Yes. Thank you. I'm not so beautiful right now, man. Because oh, no, this, oh, this, no. This, no, that is <laughs> not us. But thank you. <laughs> You're always beautiful. But before that, before we play a little fun game that we do with our guests, before we get into like the real stuff, so we gotta mm-hmm. play this or that. Yes. Now you gotta be quick with it. It's gotta be like snappy. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm not trying to think. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. Ooh, okay. So first one, Jasmine Sullivan or her? Jasmine Sullivan. Okay. Rice Ooh. and peas or white rice? Ja- rice and peas. <laughs> rice and peas. You say? Yeah. I thought you said July okay. rice and peas. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say Jasmine Sullivan again. My mum was still on the last question. Oh, so, yeah, rice and peas. Rice and peas. Okay, that's interesting. Um, Instagram or Twitter? Twitter. Um, Instagram or Twitter? Twitter. Ooh, YouTube, Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Uh, weights versus cardio? Weights. Okay. Uh, okay. This one's an interesting one. Height or beard? <laughs> Height. <laughs> height, 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 Everyone yeah, yes. What good is a man with a beard if he's like five seven? I'm just saying, exactly. so you know, <laughs> definitely height. Exactly. I feel like that's relative because doesn't it depend on how tall you are? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, definitely relative. Like, so he needs to be like tall for me, yeah, 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 or bet on a million with only a 50% chance of winning? Ooh. 100k. Really? Yeah, yeah the 50% is too risky, man. Yeah. Too risky. Yeah, yeah I said the same thing. 
I'll do 100k. I, I'm so I can't take the risk. I'm not a risk taker. Really? <laughs> See, I'm not a risk taker at all. And also, I, I I can't delay gratification. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Just keep yeah. Now, so. <laughs> Uh, where, where are you from, by the way? Like country-wise, where are you from? Um, my mom, I'm Caribbean. My mom's Dominican, and my dad's um, Grenadian, Trinidadian, okay. and Welsh. Okay. Yeah. And have you been to either countries before? I've been to Dominica. I've never been to Trinidad or Grenada, and I've also been to Wales. My dad's from Wales as well. Okay. Well, you did. You did pretty well. Like, I always because I was playing, I was talking to Shani. I was like, I wonder which is from. I know she's Caribbean because the last name Harvey. You have to be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> also, that's a Caribbean from. surname. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, yeah. If I see a black yeah. person, I know it sounds weird, but if I see like my last name is Bruce, if it sounds more Western, they're most likely Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes that makes sense. sense. Okay, cool. Well, that's why we want you to introduce yourself. We always feel like it's good for the 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 guests to actually introduce themselves and let them know, let us know what you do because I feel like only you, yeah. you would do okay, it cool. To be honest, I should really have like a good intro like set for me, and I still wing it every <laughs> single time. But um, I'm Azariah. <laughs> I um, am a, I suppose I'm a writer, singer and speaker um, yes. and I'm also a teacher by day um, and yeah um, I think that's like I don't know what else to say like right what now kind of I'm working, do you teach? so I work in a special school so I teach primary in a special school in a behavioral mm-hmm. school um, so I work mm-hmm. with children who have um, milder um, disabilities and also children who have emotional and behavioral needs and like social um, emotional development and we want to know yeah. about because i mean you do a few things you you're a writer you are a singer you have a beautiful voice by the way Thank um, you. and like tell us about how as Ryan's mind map, map came about actually before we get into like the, the episode so as Raya's my mum is like my little baby but I just need to be more like bold about it but it's just basically my blog kind of trying to transition it into like my brand um, yeah, along, with, yeah. along with Free O right now on Clubhouse and I started writing it actually I think I started it while I was on Backchat and I thought oh, I want to blog but I kind of you know that's a long time ago yeah really mm. long time ago and I was like so it shows how inconsistent I've been with it because it's like over four years now but um <laughs> I started in 2016 and I just wanted a space where I can offload without the interruptions without it being a conversation without me having to consider like people's points of view and stuff it's just me mm. like just my mm. general musings um and um yeah that's that's it's just literally a blog it's mainly um opinion pieces um maybe a bit okay. of social commentary um here and there I try to steer clear of things that are too controversial just because right. it takes oh. me a while to form an opinion and my opinion will yeah. change so I'm just like there's no point in me necessarily sharing that stuff on a platform like all the time mm-hmm. um, yeah. and, um and yeah and so that's kind of rolled over into my um into my newsletter now which is a monthly newsletter um subscribe by the way. Oh, so thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah, I'm always looking at my subscriptions like it says two unsubscribed, <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they do that? I'm like that as well. Always focusing on the on people that unfollowed and unsubscribed. No, it's so oh, bad. And like one person yeah, unsubscribed, yeah. and it said, you know, I never signed up for this, and I was just thinking, who's signed up for this? We had that too. We had that too. Okay. And you have you have a you said you did did you mention you have a you do a podcast as well. Well, I don't, I'm still in of two mindsets about this. So I've got 3.0, which is currently on Clubhouse. Um, yeah. And I'm thinking to potentially turn it into a podcast, but that won't be yet. It's something I'm considering because I will have to okay. get 
Sounds really good. I'm excited for that. So, so I'm considering it. Yeah, I'm definitely considering yeah. it. We'll see how Club. I think it will depend on how Clubhouse goes and how sustainable Ooh, yeah. it is as a thing yeah. by itself. Because you may yeah. need the podcast to like supplement it, something that's weekly yeah, that people yeah, can re-listen exactly. to and stuff. So yeah, mm. we'll and that but... people with Androids can listen to because you know Clubhouse only for iPhones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 some Android, I don't even Literally, but it's because there's so many yeah. people that have iPhones, so we forget mm. that actually it's only limited exactly. to people that have iPhones. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah nice. So as well, the first time, well, I can, I can't speak for the the rest of the ladies, but the first time I laid eyes on you was back chat London back. Yeah, when, when, when it was worth watching, at the time I enjoyed it because I was quite young. I was in my early, maybe early twenties, going into mid twenties. Yeah, so. I think at that time it was like, oh, this is juicy. Obviously, after a while, it was like, uh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but um, that's when I first laid eyes on you. And I feel like you stood out to me because you were, I feel like along with maybe a couple of others, really, but one of those who really just gave, just talked logic, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just gave sound, sound opinions and sound advice. And so obviously that's probably when the rest of the world saw you and others were exposed to you as well. But I don't want to focus too much on Backtrack because we want to go into other things more but just to quickly um touch on that like what was your experience with Backchat and how was it in compared to what you thought it would be and I mean did you have a plan going into it like yeah I'm going to use this to build this and, or was it just like oh this is a cool opportunity let me go for it like were there any preconceptions and yeah what was that like for you that whole experience um I can I can say probably other than the producers I don't think yeah. anyone on the cast went into it with any plans or any expectations <laughs> I was doing a shoot once. I can't even remember what. I think I was taking the pictures for my music. And the girl who was doing my pictures, Zoe, she was a producer on there. But that's not why I went. I went to her. We were taking the pictures and we were chatting away. Um, and Andy, um, well, before I left, Andy was like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this show called Backchat. Do you want to come? It's like a talk show. Do you want to be a part of it? And I was like, yeah, OK, cool. And I was like, let me know when you're doing it. That wow, was literally yeah. it. And I turned up. Wow. Um, we wow. record. They were recording like a year before we released it. So we released it in November oh, 2016. Wow. They were recording a year before that. I came in the summer, so like June-ish, July-ish. Okay. And we recorded for all that time. And then everything we recorded for that whole year, nothing got used. The last episode wow. we recorded before yes. we put out Backchat was the first episode we released and nothing before that was used. So wow. we done ton- we recorded for months and none of that was ever used. Why? And then, yeah. Why we, just that? because it was still, it's, it's still in the better stages. You know what I yeah. mean? Like mm. we're still figuring it out. We're still ironing out the kinks and stuff. Um, that, that episode came out and it was the one with Honey. And at the oh, time it was just bants for us. But obviously yeah. Andy is a producer, so he sees it through a different lens and he thought, okay, yeah. this is a moment. So he's posted that, just that clip. Um, or he's posted the episode and people have shared that clip. And over, literally overnight, like we had like tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands wow. of people. Wow, watching, that is crazy. I feel it. like and I, I remember like, that moment. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. And obviously wow. like... And obviously, like it was, it was, it was. I think it was like right on the cusp of when social media was really yeah. like booming, taking, yeah. booming, and especially like these YouTube shows and stuff. And I yes. remember they had a premiere, and I didn't go. I was like, "Why?" Not, I couldn't bother. So I just didn't want to. Like, literally, I was, <laughs> um, it was. It was very. Um, for me, it was very dramatic. Like dress up and stuff. And I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah. we cool. I'm mm. not doing that. This is yeah. like, it's, it's not too much to me." <laughs> And I was a teacher, I was working and it was a long yeah. day and I was just like, oh, I was just, I've had assessments today. I just wasn't feeling it. So I didn't go. 
and the next day I was going to call Andy and be like, I don't think I'm feeling this. Like, I don't think I want to be a part of it. But after the premiere, Zoe called me and she was like, Azraya, everyone loved you. And I was like, huh? She was like, yeah, everyone wow. so much at the premiere. They like really loved it. And I was like, okay, that's like, that's amazing. That's really great. And then after the first episode came out, my friend called me and she was like, you need to go on Twitter and you need to search your name and you need to see what everyone is saying about you. So I went on Twitter and I searched it and I was wow. like, this is weird, this is so weird. <laughs> and I remember literally, I remember calling Zoe back and I was like, Zoe, I don't think I want to do this. <laughs> this is too much. Oh, like, oh I didn't gosh. expect, I thought like, I don't know, this, this is not what I expected. And I don't know, I don't think I'm up for mm. being like, every week putting something out where people are going to talk and I was like I don't I don't think I want to do this and she was like please just think about it take a couple of days and people encouraged me to do it and then um and yeah and it ended up being so fun it was I really do treasure like the time we spent recording that especially the first season it was nothing but like good vibes even when we argued mm. on set and stuff that's after, what it looks like we squashed yeah. it immediately it was yeah. so much fun it was so fun so yeah, it was wow. a good experience, man. It really was. Wow. Oh, gosh. I loved yeah, it. I definitely looked that way. Yeah, I definitely. remember watching Batcha. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was just like, yeah, this is a lit show. Like, it's so, it was such a new concept then. I mean, now there's mm-hmm. so many different, like, talk shows. But then it was, I was quite say, new. Like, I, I hadn't really yeah, seen anything of the sort. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think at the time it was, it was the only of its kind. But what I'm noticing now that I feel like a lot of podcasts have gone from, they've taken that blueprint. And I've, I've used that to kind of like, you know, use talk on controversial topics or talk on mm. diverse women, et cetera, et cetera. But at the time, I used to binge watch it with my boyfriend at the time. We just, and we got into so many arguments <laughs> about topics. Oh, it was yeah, just oh, so yeah. juicy. Oh, man. <laughs> can imagine. No, it was so juicy. And so now, I mean, are you, not, once you saw that grow, like that growth where people were seeing you and noticing you and stuff like that, did you feel like, okay, now do you know what? All these things that I have that I've been working on or that I've dreamt about doing, maybe I can do it off the back of this. Was that intentional or did you just, yeah, like, was if that If I'm being honest, I don't actually feel like I used my time on Backchat that well. Um, but at the same time, I'm like that doesn't bother me because I feel like even whilst I was there, I had a lot of things going on personally, a lot of a lot of things that I need to iron out just within myself and growth that I needed to make myself. And I just yeah. wasn't in I just wasn't in the I was just wasn't in a space where I was able to utilize that exposure well enough. But I'm at a place now where it doesn't bother me because I don't think being hyper visible isn't something that I really strive for. I, I accept mm-hmm. that it could be collateral if I'm successful, but mm-hmm. hyper visibility is not my preference. If I could do everything I do and remain stupid low key, like that would be my preference, but I also accept the alternative. So it's just, at this point it's whatever happens, but um, yeah. that's why I love my writing mm. so much because it kind of leaves that whole, like here's my writing, here's what I've wrote, here's what I've said no questioning me yeah. no back yeah. and forth I've written yeah. what I've written take it or leave it and yeah mm. so I'm enjoying I'm enjoying that at the moment that um, makes sense yeah yeah I cool. think I actually remember seeing you perform one time um did you perform at Nigo True show yes yeah yes and I just remember seeing I was like oh my goodness she can sing and it just <laughs> made me love you even more Um, And I think I remember you saying like you were so nervous and you don't really perform that much. But, you know, definitely I understand like with, you know, the scrutiny that comes with being so visible online, it's it must be tough. And I can only imagine what it's like as much as it comes with the good sides. I think, you know, definitely I'm sure you must, must have gotten some criticism as well. 
um, yeah, from like, people don't get me wrong the, the majority is overwhelmingly positive like sometimes I'm even like people are so nice to me like I rarely mm. have to deal with people like leaving horrible comments and stuff and oh, that's like good. it happens that's but it, I, I must say it's really rare like the people and I can I feel like that's partly a testament to my character because I feel like good only normal people are interested in me like the crazies <laughs> the crazies are not interested in me and I think that's great like only really nice normal people fuck with me and I love that and I'm just like yeah. that is absolutely good enough for me like yeah. I'm happy yeah, with that yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. that's that's good yeah. to hear though because I I mean you, you don't seem like someone who's kind of caught up with the limelight in general and I think we'll definitely oh, good, dive into that I hope not yeah yeah no, you don't. And even with your the way you carry yourself online, you can just tell that it's just you're more about being authentic rather than you know sucking up the limelight. That makes sense. Yeah, so we, I think people, I think that's why people are attracted to you because they can see that they can get that vibe. If that makes sense. Yeah, I appreciate that. Definitely. And also, I mean, just to piggyback off that. So I mean, one of the reasons that we were so loving you was because of your transparency especially on Instagram there was a post you made in October about you being you know on you you mentioned the salary on which people are not transparent about these days and you're just so open and we were just like yeah this girl is real what gave you that confidence because we've seen 100k Twitter we've Mm. seen everyone you know claiming to be on a certain um, salary level and on a certain you know they, they paint themselves to be in a certain light but in reality they're not living that light or they're not living in that you know in that reality so how do you what gave you that confidence to be especially so real? influencers I was gonna say because like, yeah because yeah. influencers aren't they're not that that real and honest let's be real they're not you know a lot of their lives seem fabricated almost um so yeah how do you how do you get that confidence what gave you that spark to just do it and just be you? I don't know if it's confidence as okay. much as I find it really difficult. First of all, it's shame. I would be embarrassed to for people <laughs> to think that I'm trying to be someone I'm not. Like that would really, I would be really yeah. ashamed of myself mm. if I knew deep down in my heart that I was coming online and portraying this life that yeah. wasn't that that I wasn't really living. Like I would yeah. be, I would be walking around with this. Cr- cloud of like shame hanging over me so that's one thing I can't deal with shame so for me I'm kind of like you can't shame me if this is what I put out and this is my truth like you can't you can't you can't make Mm. me feel ashamed about something I'm not ashamed about so if this is the life I'm living and I'm honest about it and everyone can see that you can't make me feel ashamed of it this is not new information this is something Mm. I'm perfectly happy and proud for people to know so you can't embarrass me you can't embarrass me with my salary because I put my salary out there and I don't care so if I don't care you can't you can't make me care kind of thing Mm. and I Mm. feel like it's less confidence and it's just where I feel most comfortable um I think that's what it is I just feel comfortable most comfortable being myself some people like some people like the idea of, you know, having, you know, their different personas and, you know, how they carry themselves mm. in different places. But I feel most comfortable being as much as myself as the environment as the environment will permit. And so I for me, you. Instagram would be such a chore if I was like designing how I wanted to come across. Like, yeah. it's even a chore. It's even a chore when I'm not doing that. Hate that I was gonna say yes. your post. Well, sometimes I see your post about oh, I'm just posting this because of the algorithm, and I'm just yeah. laughing. 
<laughs> I actually hate that app. Free the realness. So Free the realness. I love it. I'm just I laughing because I'm like, do you know what? She's just too real. Like, she's like, yeah. I'm going to post it so that I can get my algorithm back. And I'm just like, like I actually I'm hate that. I haven't like... posted it in over a month. Like, I need to sort that out. But yeah, I, I, hate, I hate the app. And yeah, it's just it's just easier. It's just comfort. It's just comfortable for me. Yeah. And were you, were you expecting that response? Because I feel, I feel like people are almost taken back by the fact that someone's putting their salary on on social media someone's being very vulnerable about you know the struggles with being a millennial living in London and you don't really see as maybe if you're earning like 60k plus then you'll see people posting their salary but you don't see that Mm. when it's a certain amount when it's the average amount if we're honest because it is average like so were you expecting the response that you got from people because I I do feel like you got quite a really really Um, good response I saw saw on all my on every literally most people that I followed had reposted Mm. it that's how I saw it yeah the shares on that post were ridiculous and then I thought, yes, I'm really? gonna win now. I'm just gonna post my pictures with long captions. <laughs> then no one was reading my captions, and it was like, you look so pretty, you look so. And I'm like, that's not the point. Read what I wrote. Um, but um, I no, I wasn't expecting it because my friend was like to me. I was complaining. My friend was saying to me, try posting your picture with what you would write in the post. Like, so post a picture oh, and yeah. do the caption. So I went up the night before, and yeah. I was like, all right, let me give this a try. We took some nice pictures. I thought, oh, let me try it. So I post a picture with a long caption. And yeah, that that particular post was just like it took off, and then the more I done it, the less people cared. And I was like, "You people are so fickle. I'm not doing this no more." Oh yeah, <laughs> this people are fickle. I'm tired. Media. Like, <laughs> but um, no. so yeah, um, so yeah, I'm just trying to. I think I'm trying to re-strategize at the moment because I know it's a valuable platform, but yeah, the way it it's going, I feel like it may be a case of where I just have to cut my losses because I don't know if it's the platform mm. for me. So I'm still trying to decide mm. whether or not my effort is worth it I, I, have, I haven't figured that out yet is that why yeah. I guess you're trying to maybe diversify the kind of mm-hmm. things you're doing so you're on clubhouse you've got your blog would you say that's why you're trying to I guess put your hands in different pies yeah that I'm trying yeah. I want it all to be like you know synchronized and everything but at the same time I'm a very low maintenance person and that's mm. why I really liked clubhouse there's no editing there's no Listen, like yeah there's no visual there's no visual come as you are you don't have to look yeah. pretty Exactly. That's my best bit. I do not have to get ready. Like sometimes yeah. it's really bad. Sometimes people can like hear me eating on the mic and I'm like, sorry guys. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's why I initially I was a bit averse to it. I went on it. I was like, this is weird. You can just like go into random people's conversations. It didn't make sense at first. And my friends encouraged me and we done it. And I was like, you know what? This is if I can utilize this properly, this could maybe really work for me because it's exactly yeah. what I need. It's yeah. Non-committal, yeah. you know, in that way. So yeah. No, Clubhouse yeah. is good. Clubhouse, Clubhouse is definitely taken off at the moment. And I'm sure you're seeing your growth with your 3.0 rooms every week because people people love conversation. Everyone is at home. Yeah. We can have it on in the background, choose to kind of, you know, contribute when we want and just listen and take the advice. So, yeah, it's it's really, I think mm. Clubhouse is, is definitely the place yeah. to go. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and, I, and, and I feel like sure. as well, you're very few people I've, seen, I've heard on Clubhouse who are actually skilled in moderating a room oh yeah that's <laughs> like, a skill yeah that yeah, is a, that's a, a whole skill it's it's not not really yeah, skill I always finish I'm like oh my gosh that was so bad but my friends are like no, no. I'm like, okay no 
no, and the thing is, I think what I really like as well is that you give people the chance to speak. Like, I love when you're like, oh, guys, I'm not moderating. You talk, you talk. Just don't ask me if you want to I speak. feel like it can be kind of awkward when ev- there's silence and I'm like, hello, look alive. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what are you going to say? Like, come on, let's keep it moving. I'm not in class, you know what I mean? I do this. Do you know what it is? I do that all day. I micromanage children and very volatile children okay, all yeah. day. So to come home yeah. and do it with grown adults, I'm like, guys, I trust that you are able to, you know, have a conversation. <laughs> responsibly and respectfully like you don't have and when yeah. people come up and they're like thank you for letting me speak I'm like oh I beg <laughs> please <laughs> not a dictatorship please don't thank me man but I, I get it though but yeah yeah, yeah definitely that. so like you know one of the other reasons why we wanted to get you on here is just because of how transparent you are about you know your journey of turning 30 and I think a lot of people and that, that was also another blog post that you um you wrote um and a lot of people really resonated with that so my question is, at what point, perhaps during your 20s, did you feel the pressure, you know, coming up to 30? Um, when I turned 26, so when I was on the wrong side of 20, when I turned 26. Um, <gasps> oh, no, don't say that. I just turned 26. I say, I say that with quotation marks, wrong side. I'm 30, girl. I'm 31 this year. Don't worry. You continue that. Um, yeah, the wrong side of 20. Um <laughs> Is when I started to feel the pressure. I think I felt the pressure extra, extra because I didn't, I didn't have my stuff together. Like I didn't, I hadn't even got into my career. I hadn't even got into my career then. Like right now, like I'm in like middle management at the school and stuff. So I've, I've found a career and I have a path. Whereas before, I never had a path. Mm. And up to that age, I didn't know, I didn't know what I was doing. I had a degree that I, I don't know. I don't know how I managed to pass it. Like my, my <laughs> boyfriend helped me write my last essay the night before it was you. Like oh, I was, wow. I was what less. I was so useless. I didn't enjoy wow. my degree. I went mm. to uni because I was scared not to go, you know, because you're meant to go. Yeah. And yeah, but between finishing my GCSEs and becoming a teacher was just very chaotic, very, very, very chaotic period for me. Um, and so when I got to 26, I was like, okay, 30 is approaching. What, what are you going to do now like start, you need to start getting it together but now that I'm 30 I've realized I'm not even halfway through mm. what I want and what I want to yeah. do and I'm and I'm absolutely that doesn't that doesn't scare me anymore I'm like this is normal like we're all getting our houses mm. on average the first person buys their house when they're like 36 exactly like, it's not yeah. normal yeah for 25 year olds and for 26 year olds to be exactly. owning a home by themselves and I don't exactly. know how it's got this. so misconstrued yeah but we're so social even though media. we know it's not normal yeah it's social media and even though we yeah. know it's not normal we still stress out about it. we sit there and we go someone goes it's normal for a 26 year old to have a house and we're like I know but and we're still stressed mm-hmm. and anxious mm. and it's like what we know and what we feel just isn't like sinking and I think it's like the idea that you see someone else with it so you're like if they can have it at this point then I should should be able to have it at this point too you know what I mean but like it's everyone's paths are different and like you said the average is like mid you're literally going reaching going towards 40 at the age where the average amount of people Mm. buy their houses so um but like you so you said at 26 (laughs) that's funny because I'm like oh lord Okay, so <laughs> I'm 28 now, but I, the, the weirdest thing is, I don't feel the pressure at all. Like, I don't feel that's so. I love like, that I'm, for I'm, you. I love that. Yeah, I just don't, okay. I don't feel it, and I don't feel like I, I ever felt it. I feel like maybe, I, maybe I've been because of that. I've been too relaxed sometimes, but then I feel like I've, it doesn't mean I've never had like felt that comparison or ever. But I don't know. I just feel very confident in the path that I know I'm supposed to take. Amen. Do you know what I mean? And mm. as long as you're working hard, um, this is it. That's it. As long as you're doing that, you're doing your best. I think that's it. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but like, how did you navigate? You know, when those pressures came and 
you were 26 and you were like, oh my God, I don't have this, my career, this, how did you get through the other side of that? Yeah. Was it like, yeah. you know, I think some, sometimes at that age when we're feeling those pressures, we try to kind of like do everything at once. Let me get a partner, let me get my career together. Instead of just doing like one step at a time and just saying, okay, let me deal with this. Let me focus on my career for now and allowing things to just come in alignment. Like sometimes we like to try and get everything done at the same time. Um, mm. because we feel like we're running out of time if that makes sense but how did you navigate through through those pressures how did you sift um, through mean, them first I started with like a mini breakdown and I thought okay can we get that out of <laughs> okay, my system yeah. and yeah. we can move forward because I did I had a moment um where kind of like I had a realization and I was just like I am in my own way and I was regretful for a long time about decisions that I had made or failed to make yeah. and stuff. It's just like the fact that I'd failed to take charge for so long. Um, but I got to 26 and I literally just made the decision. I was like, I'm not going to be like this anymore. And don't get me wrong. I didn't make that decision. I wasn't like that anymore. But mm. I got to 26. So I was like, I'm not going to be like this anymore. And I just kind of forced, not even forced, but I acted like I was a particular way. I acted like a certain type of person until I started morphing into that person. Yeah, literally. And for me, that was career-wise, like my social life and romantically as well. Those three areas, I was just like, okay, this is the person that I want to be. So I'm just going to try and start acting like that person. Like mm, yeah. for many, many years, I didn't make new friends. I had I had amazing friends. They're still my bestest friends now. But for a long time, I didn't make new friends. I didn't meet new people. I didn't diversify. Do you know what I mean? I was stuck mm. with the same old experiences. And I got to about 27, really, um, 27. And I was like, okay, like these next few years, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, have fun I'm just gonna connect with yeah. people that I like I'm gonna have fun um there was a time I really I, I never really was the most social person 27 mm. I started going out all the time shaking my ass getting drunk <laughs> great like literally like wearing little little dresses like literally and I just thought and during those years I met friends um I I found a job that I wanted to I knew teaching wasn't lucrative and I knew it wouldn't necessarily make me a lot of money but I knew if I could get into a space where my nine to five was something that was fulfilling and enjoying for me um then I could take that energy and it would be one less thing to stress about, it would one less, be one less thing to feel anxious about and it would allow mm. me to have the correct energy to then flow out into the things that I wanted to do because mm. not knowing what you're doing generally in life to just make your money so that you can live is very anxiety inducing like yes. okay I'm making this all right salary now but this can't be it this is not sustainable I can't do this mm. forever what 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 can I have that if for whatever reason everything else goes tits up I'll, I'll always yeah. have this and that's my teaching so that's given me sense of comfort I guess so finding yeah. my career really helped um, and you and mentioned just something um, yeah. no sorry to cut you were gonna say something and I was just gonna say and I, when I when I really truly started saying f men I really that's when I really took off like I'm just saying <laughs> oh, that is when I that is when I really I'm telling you that is when I really saw it, for real for real really yeah well ladies yeah. Yeah. Cool advice, if, ladies if, if you're listening and you want to take that advice that's that's you don't come to us if it doesn't work out but and I'm not saying f men is in like be with women I'm still heterosexual I'm not yeah, saying like yeah, I'd change yeah, yeah. but or anything like that or even that but I just I just started being like I don't care about you people anymore and I don't care what you think anymore I'm gonna this like I do it. not I do yeah, not care yeah. when I meet my partner I was I was very I got to a point where I was like listen if I don't meet my partner before I'm 30 if I don't meet them by the time I'm 31 32 whatever will be will be and as long as I'm single I can keep enjoying myself that's how I saw it and but then as soon as I really like got to that place that's how I was talking me, but then when I got to that place, when I genuinely got to that place and I was so happy by myself and I was like, this is the best thing ever. 
I met my partner and I will have to get married. So it happens, yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean? And the thing so, is, that's yeah. what people say. I always say that when you're not looking for it, it comes. And people think it's cliche, but it's just facts. Like when you are not looking for it, that's when it genuinely comes. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. I think the energy of when you're yeah, happy and con- I think the energy exactly. and the, the, energy, yeah. the energy when your energy is free and people can see that you're happy they are so oh, drawn to that yeah. and yeah, you know that's true. and I mean I feel like no matter how great you are as a person there's always going to be crap people that want to be close to you of course there's, yeah, there's, of course. that chance of being mistreated doesn't go away just because you're in a good place of course, but it means yeah. that you also get a lot more of the kind of people you want to attract as well and you have yeah. a better, oh, yeah. better option definitely. So, definitely. Yeah. definitely oh I love um, that I love that. Where did you meet your partner? Just that Bianca, no, quick one. Where did you meet your partner? Like, how did you guys meet? I was I was working on a script, and he actually auditioned. Oh, yeah! I read the I read the script with him, but we didn't connect. I read the script with him, and then he kind of went because he was dealing with the producer, so I didn't speak to him. And then a few months later, he was actually at one of my shows, and then that's when I saw him again. Yeah. Look at that. So initially, initially you dumped him out because he he didn't get the part then. No, he got the part. But it was funny, it was funny though because he came in and I was like, Oh, he's cute. And the producer was like, no. And I was like, oh, Okay, fine. So we read the part and then we read the part. I said, Thanks, nice to meet you. He left, me and the panel were here, and he, he he's gone. I, I don't see him again. Um mm. and then yeah, so the producer like forbid me and we would joke, we called him buff double double denim because he came in like denim jeans, denim like jacket and stuff. So we would joke Ooh, about it. And then like the producer would say to me, like, no, no, no. Um, and we joke about it or whatever and then when I started actually when I started actually going out with him I lied for months and he was like by that by that time I said so who got the role because I hadn't heard if he was like oh um, Buff Double Denim got him and I was like oh what's his name again and he was like so and I was like <laughs> but at this time I, I hadn't told him that I was seeing him yet so yeah but that's, uh, that's so cool like, how, like if you don't mind sharing how long have you been in a relationship now so we've been to together for a year now okay, well, yeah, okay. and he's younger okay. than me as well He's 28. Girl, how old? He's 28. Okay, that's my age. So that's that's yeah. like what three. He's like three he's years like different. a year. He's like a year and a half younger than me. So he's in the okay, year below me at cool. school. Yeah. Was that was that different and he said to me, you're 27. And I was like, he was like, is that too young for you? And I always think about what if I had said yes that day? Like, yeah, you're Ooh. too young for me. That would have been it. Do you well, know that's what how I mean? you just but block like, your blessings. Exactly. And I was yeah. like, do you know what, right? Give it a try. Like, you don't even really actually care what happens. Like, he's 27. He's so what? Like, see how it goes. And yeah, here we are. I mean, oh, you would never out. know. It doesn't really make that much of a difference. <laughs> that's but. the thing. Yeah, literally, I feel like no, in not, these days, not. you literally would never know. Unless you look, are not. like in uni or like in school where the years are so yeah. clear and obvious. Yeah. Nowadays, who really exactly. cares and who even knows? Yeah. We're all working um, the same, doing the same thing. So you mentioned something I actually want to like really hone in on, which I didn't plan to ask, but I think it's a good question. You mentioned about when I was, when you, you were talking about like how you kind of navigated through pressures and you mentioned about just getting to the point where you no longer really like had regrets and I can imagine a lot of people going towards 30 have spent a lot of time regretting things that they've done especially like just regretting that they've wasted their time on a lot of people a lot of things that don't don't have any longevity and haven't like contributed towards their future like how have you dealt with regret when it comes came comes to small mistakes big mistakes have you you know have your have your like mistakes haunted you in a way 
And how have you been able to navigate through that? Like, how did you get through that to the point where you just said, you know what, like, my life is my life, mm. my path is my path. I accept what it is and you move forward. Yeah. Um, I did have regrets for a long time, like, really bad regrets. Like, mm. like emotionally, it was a lot. Um, and I did deal with anxiety for a long time because I just felt like I was never going to get it right. Because I, I, I felt like I just left all this ruin in my wake and all of this crap behind me. And I was just like, mm. I couldn't envision myself being in a place where like everything was like, even if it wasn't just right, but I was just happy and content and satisfied yes. with whatever my situation was. I couldn't, I couldn't see it. So I just genuinely worried, like, this is it. I'm just going to feel like this forever. Like, you know, things aren't going to work out for me. Um and I did have a lot of regrets and it got to a point where I was like, these regrets, these, it's the same regrets, it's the same feeling of like really just almost dislike, like I really resented myself, like for the things mm-hmm. that I, for the decisions that I had made and the mistakes that I'd made and the people I'd given my time to and stuff. And I, I resented myself and I was like, Azra, you're doing absolutely no one but you. Like it's, li- it's literally it. just you. And again, it was a case of, I was like, okay, people used to be like oh you know you gotta love yourself and to me I was just like mm, who in my head I was like uh, no one really loves themselves like people just say that like do you know what I mean yeah, but it's a real thing like it's a real thing like I look at I look at me now and I think to myself even with my new partner I'm like I would hate for anything for us not to work out but if you did I always have to remind myself like I'm sick like you you should be yeah. worried not me like I'll be fine kind of thing mm. and even though it's not even really how I feel every time I look at me I have a feeling of like oh my god what if you leave me or what if like you find someone else or what if you get bored I have to say to myself don't be ridiculous you're absolutely sick like he would never exactly. where, would he, where would he go even if I don't mean it I say that to myself <laughs> but now I'm at a point where I do I do mean it so again honestly it's literally until you make it, it. Until you make it and it's an actual psychological thing like I started yeah. just doing I started just doing things even if I thought it was going to be crap even if I felt like it wasn't going to be worth putting out I just started doing and once I started doing like it changes it changes everything man because all that everything the, you want is on the other side of that work and on the other side of yeah, that yeah 100 so, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's even though i have to think this word is horribly overused it is somewhat manifestation isn't it like yeah. you're you're acting out what it is, it is i don't think it it's overused you know i really feel like it's overused I feel but like, like it's i feel like you, yeah like you're acting out who you want to be do you know what i mean yeah, you're, yeah. you're well, yeah. i'm gonna start doing work. that Exactly, I'm gonna start doing yeah, that. Yeah, I'm actually gonna start doing that. Especially when it comes to work. Because you know, sometimes at work you can feel a bit intimidated. You might feel like, oh, am I too oh, junior? Yeah. Am I too this? So I was talking to someone that's like mentoring me at the moment. It's all just like act as if you're a manager, make sure your work is at that level and just act like mm. that. And as I've started doing that, I have kind of started to feel a bit com- more confident in that. Yeah. So yeah, it's a real thing. Fake yeah, it till it's you all make about it. The mind. Yeah. All about Definitely. the mind. Yeah, I love like that. Um so going off Ooh. of social media, like you mentioned, you have a full-time job, you have a partner, you do as well as my mat, you got the 3 club, all she of these things. She sings. Singer, <laughs> singer, 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 yeah. you know. Influencer, micro-influencer, maybe. <laughs> like, how do you balance all of this? Like, yeah, how, how do you balance? Because I don't. That's one thing I haven't figured out yet. Like, I actually don't. I didn't put out a newsletter last month. I didn't do it. Three... <sighs> I didn't but are you, are you hard on yourself? It gets like you, that. You miss mm. those dates, or are you like, do you know what? Sometimes I, I need to have a break. Sometimes I can't keep up with everything. Like how? But how have you managed to? I'm hard on be... myself. You know how other people will beat themselves up. I don't. I can't. Yeah. It's not that I beat myself up, but I'll be like, see, this is why you're never gonna be successful. Mm. 
And this is just one thing. This, <laughs> this is why this is why it's never gonna happen for you because you have no discipline. You can't stick to anything. But then the other half of me is just like, so what, man? Give me a break. Like that's me yeah. talking to myself. Like, oh, leave me alone. Why are you why are you so uptight? And then the other half of me is like, you need to get it together. Like this is ridiculous. And that's me talking to myself. So I'm I can be quite conflicted about it. Part of me is just like, oh, I wanna I wanna be a baby girl. I just want an easy life. And the other mm. part of me is like, no, come on, where's that fire like in your belly? Like you need to kick up the ass. Um. And yeah, right now I don't feel like I balance things. I don't feel like I balance things that well, but I feel like I am trying my best. So yeah. So 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 because um, yeah. I don't know. I think that like not thinking that you're not balancing things well. I think it's all like relative and subjective because other people could look in, even though someone close to Alpha and think, oh, do you know what? There's no way I'd be able to be a teacher and have the energy and the emotional capacity to deal with children that you work with and then mm. come home and you're working on your own stuff and then you also have to give emotionally like intellectually all of these things to your partner you know all of these things mm. so are there moments where you kind of think wow like I'm actually doing really well like do, do you have those moments or is it um, always like that as well you need to be doing more <laughs> uh, do you know what I feel like I feel like I feel like majority of the time, I'm more that's right. You need to be doing more. But what I have realised though is that I'm 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 a very capable person, and I feel like I am good at a lot of things. Like I have a list of things, mm-hmm. and like it's not like oh yeah, I'm okay. That like I'm actually good to the point where it's noticed by other people. Like you know, you're good. Yeah. I'm a good singer. I'm a good writer. I'm a good speaker. I'm a good orator. And I'm just like, you can make all of these things work for you, but it will only work for you if you are doing things that you are truly invested in that you're truly fulfilling mm-hmm. so I've tried to just cut out all the noise and all the stuff I'm doing for the sake of it or I feel like I've got to do this because you know I'm going to miss the boat and if I don't do this then someone else is going to get this spot and if yeah. I don't do this like I'm not going to be noticed so I was kind of cut that out and I feel like that's why I am doing I'm doing better at sustaining the things that I'm starting because ultimately it's stuff that I want to do so I'm trying to do yeah. as much as much of the things that I want to do yeah has lockdown helped with yeah. that like honing in no it's made it worse worse. because because I feel like I feel initially yeah it's this third lockdown yeah yeah this one is worse this one is worse because I'm still at work my job is extra exhausting at the moment okay and so for me I don't really have respite it honestly I I feel like I blink and the week is gone then I back again and I'm back at work it will be Monday and I'm like I can't believe it's Friday and then I'm like hold on a second I'm back here again like because everything is rolled into one yeah even though I am doing nothing on the even though I'm doing nothing on the weekends Mm. I feel like I'm not being stimulated I'm not being stimulated enough and so I'm going into work in the mornings and I'm leaving and I'm just like oh my god I just want to curl up in a dark room and like not speak to anybody but yeah now oh, I can gosh. imagine it's quite hard. Yeah. yeah, and the kids are mad. They're absolutely mad. <laughs> I love them though, but, but they, they are, are they, crazy. Are they less kids now? Then, then no, we are open as normal, but we are responsible oh. because I only have eight children in my class. Okay. Um, but that's because of how mad they are. So yeah. you can yeah. Yeah. you must have kids, patience, yeah. sis. You must have um, so much patience. Do you know what I do? Like my job yeah. has showed me that I'm a very patient person, but at the same time. 
if I was surrounded by adults that behave like that, it would be a completely different story. Like, I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, lo- I love children. You know children. Yeah, I love yeah. children. I, and I know what they're going yeah. through. I know what they deal with. And, I, and I'm there because I want to help them. So it doesn't make sense for me to not be patient because it's just like, yeah. okay, so then why are you there? Just leave. Yeah. Wow. And it's easier for me. It's less stressful for me if I'm patient. Me getting angry and stressed and pent up. It's true. It's, no, it's worse true. for me. It's easier for me in my emotional well-being if I remain patient so yeah yeah makes sense but yeah yeah. Valentine's Day yes Valentine's Day is coming up it's coming do you know what I don't want to hear it anymore like I've just heard it so many times maybe because I'm the only single one (laughs) and that's actually my question is going to be kind of directed to people in your shoes um Jen so as Raya Valentine's Day is coming up we know you got a boom but for some of the people that don't and, you know, that may fall into the, oh, I'm on the other side of 25 category, what would you tell those ladies? So those ladies are on Instagram right now. They're just like, I want a man. I can't. I even saw a girl, actually, one of my friends, She because she's on the other side of the day. I think she's about 28. She's like, no, guys, I want a man. Like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. I'm going to be lonely. All of that. What would you tell them? Oh, gosh. Because realistically, oh. it's hard. We're in lockdown. So the it's only place hard. you're really going to be is on social how, media. How can you date? And, oh, gosh. Looking at girls. Getting getting started started really Jennifer, you seem really stressed. I am stressed. I am I mean, like, I think, yeah, firstly, like, what Shardae said, like, especially reaching yeah. 30 there's pressures of oh I should be married or you know those societal pressures how how do you how have you I mean you've been in a relationship for the past only year so before that you said you were kind of like f men was there ever a point where you were like oh I'm gonna man <laughs> or were you just kind of whatever my entire adolescence and adulthood after up until the point I was like f men like it wasn't so really? much that you know what it wasn't so much that like oh I want a man as much as I was preoccupied with commitment so okay. I've had multiple relationships and I was preoccupied with commitment. I found it really difficult to just enjoy men and let come, let men come and let them go. Like I was really preoccupied mm-hmm. with them wanting to be with me because to me it was indicative of like my worth and how this I was and how that I was. Like mm-hmm. for me, if, if a man, like a rejection from a man and the older I got, the more I understood it wasn't about that individual man or even about how I viewed romance. It was how I viewed myself in relation to my romantic situations mm-hmm. and for for a long time like and I've, and I've been in situations I've been in abusive situations and stuff so it's it's very no. like it can become very convoluted but I had to admit that as Raya your relationship with these men is unhealthy because you don't even like them but it, it devastates you that they also don't like you you feel like mm. they should like you like why don't you like me hello what's wrong yeah. with you? like yeah. like if you don't like me then I need to figure out why you don't like me like it's my problem maybe you're just yes. not compatible like maybe yeah. you're just not two people that should be together you this know is I mean? it yeah I um, feel like as women we do that a lot like we really try to make things work and we can see that you know this is not the right forces. thing but we just really want it yeah. to work so we force yeah. it literally I've been in situations like that myself and it always ends up so bad and it's just like let it go like just let it yeah. be there will, there's plenty of men in this world <laughs> Literally, yeah. and they always come back as well. Every single last one of them. They do. Let them go. And I honestly let them go. Let them go. Would you give any advice there to women who are in that position now? Like it's Valentine's Day. I'm 25 plus. I want to bed. I'm very... looking at all these videos on TikTok. These collages. <laughs> <laughs> With that bloody song. Weeks. What's that song again? That everyone. That slow, sad one Wherever that everyone do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, like, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I'm like, um, please, no, please. We, 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 we must <laughs> edit that in this episode. <laughs> we must. I'm gonna tell Brent. I don't care. <laughs> 
as well it's just that. that song that song pissed me off man i was like because i was i was when that started happening i was in this period of like enlightenment and i'm like no it's a trap you don't like, forget these men like you don't need these men but um What's my, do you know what? It's difficult because I absolutely, 100%, totally understand and empathize with that feeling. So, this isn't coming from someone who doesn't know what that feels like. Like, yeah, I know yeah. what it feels like to yeah. see relationships and long for that. Um, yeah. And for long for that person and long for that recognition and to some, for someone to acknowledge you, like, in that light and for you to be special to someone. Like, I totally get that. But I feel like a lot of the reason young women feel like that is because we feel like there's a time where we, if we, if we felt like we yeah, had unlimited time, like men do, we wouldn't yeah. care. Mm-hmm. But we don't feel like we have totally unlimited agree. time. So that's for us, it's kind of like, care. yeah, that they is. That's honestly why they don't care. And I feel like for us, that time, and I've done a post about this as well. Um, Alexa, when will I marry? <laughs> that, yes. um, that post. I remember and reading that's that. One of my yeah, favorite yeah. Ones to, that's one of my favorite ones that I've written. And we're preoccupied with being, I feel like a lot of us are preoccupied with how being in a relationship informs our identity like you are completely whole and you are totally complete without a man you're totally complete without kids and Mm. I'm not and that's not that's not me saying you shouldn't long for it because I still do to this day like that never went away if I found out for whatever reason you know I wouldn't have let's say if I could see into my future and it turned out I didn't have a family and I didn't have children I would be absolutely devastated but we don't know the future so worrying about it one is completely point it's so unproductive like there's actually no benefit like it doesn't matter how you flip it there's no there's no benefit to worrying about it and secondly there's a lot of things that you can find find joy in but it's really mm, difficult yes. when you're focused on when you're focused on like what you lack and again I feel like this mm-hmm. is like such like obvious and cliche um cliche um advice but I feel like it's totally okay to feel that way I don't think anyone should be like oh, I don't want to feel like this but it's how it's how it's you feeling that way and how that affects how you see yourself like you can feel sad that you don't have someone and still also be hopeful and believe exactly someone yeah a lot of people feel sad that they don't have someone and they're adamant that this that they're really they're really scared that this is there forever um so I feel like you just need to honestly embrace that feeling and let it come and let it go that's another thing that I've spoken about as well like we feel certain things and because we don't want to feel them we try so hard to feel the exact opposite yeah, you're not away. you're mm. not going to go from really wanting a man and really being jealous and that's okay we all to get not, jealous yeah. and being jealous of what yeah, other people have to being totally okay with it you're not going to go from one of the other you need to really sit with that and be like okay I'm jealous this is why mm-hmm. I'm jealous like this is why I'm sad and this I swear as soon as you just accept that feeling it goes so much quicker it's the resistance mm-hmm. of those feelings that makes them linger because you it's yeah, this constant yeah, yeah. it's this constant battle just be like just be like I'm a sad I'm sad bitch I'm, I want a man yeah. Yeah. And I'm tired of it's, it's pride, and isn't it? Yeah. It's pride. It. Yeah. It's yeah. pride that doesn't want to make you feel that way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you don't want. Yeah, yeah, you embrace it, man. You want what someone else has. Yeah, yeah. proper embrace mm-hmm. those feelings, and they just pass. I like that. So much more easily. Yeah, just be real with yourself. Like, actually, yeah. just be real yeah. with how you feel. Yeah, I like that. It doesn't help. You realize that you're also a lot. You're not the only one who feels that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, just like your posts. Um, and why the way you post about certain things you notice through the comments and through the shares that yeah. like no one's alone. Everyone feels yeah. the same way. So mm. the more honest you are, the more mad. you see that there's other people yeah. that yeah. feel that way. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. And how, how have you navigated through being in a relationship? Because if, if you've been with your partner for a year, basically you had a lockdown relationship. Like, yes. That's yeah. a long so, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh my gosh. So, we, oh, so this is what happened. So we started dating. We started dating in November. 
and then we made and then we became exclusive in like January and then officially officially we got together in like beginning of March so when I say we've been together for over a year I'm I, I'm talking about our first date yeah yeah uh, used to look at me like mm, and he used to say from when we like officially got together but I've got him on side now when he said when people say I'll be together he's like just over a year and I'm like just I don't so- well. um, because you know what it was for me our relationship has been so consistent that to say that we've been together since March like we have officially been together since March but I since our first date I saw him once or twice a week like since yeah. our first wow. date so okay. you know when you you know when you date someone and you're not sure about them and you date other people and you see them this month and you're like oh yeah I want to see them it wasn't week, that. So I might see them. Yeah. Like, from the first time I saw him I was like okay we'll see you next week or oh, when I'm what we do next week and our date our dating process was very healthy and it was very very fun like like yeah. we had this thing it was like a google score sheet and we had to come up with the cheapest date idea and then we'd like mark it out oh, of five on like creativity oh, that and, is like, so cool i'm still in that stuff uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Fun. it's not if it's not over there have a sand please it's so fun so like once we went on like I don't know if you know those boats that go down the River Thames and you can use yeah. your you can use your yes. Oyster card to get yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I've done that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so cool. I've done that. I made us bagels. So that was like five pounds. And then we and then in, in the evening we went to like a jazz bar and he bought a bottle of wine for I don't know, like twenty five pounds. And that was the whole day. It was like it was like fifty pounds for like the whole day. And it was so and it was so fun. It's really not yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not a bag. <laughs> please because you know what it it's is really like not. so much things are put on social media and like there's only i feel like i follow a lot of like particularly like black love pages i've only started doing that since i've been in a relationship because i didn't want to see any of that stuff before but <laughs> i follow those kind of pages yeah wow look that, at you, Bianca. That, those pages i actually see a healthy the reason why i did that is because it was very intentional because i wanted to see a healthy expression of love on social media because if you don't mm-hmm. like a lot of the celebrities and rappers and singers that you post they're just showing that for their, their partner's birthdays or they're buying cars and bags. And that's not what I wanted. I don't want to, as much as I don't believe that, and it's like the only expression of love, mm-hmm. when you are constantly seeing the same thing, it's going to register eventually. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You're going to yeah. start caring about those things. So I think it's important to expose the ladies, take notes. I want to, listen, I'm setting up that Google spreadsheet tonight. So but honestly, <laughs> do you know what? It's so fun. And we'd, make, and, we'd, and we'd make notes and we'd message each other like, have you, have you entered like your thing into the Google sheet yet? Oh, and like, would so wait cool. and we'd anticipate and it was that's fun so and it was fun I and we had that. such a good dating experience to me like yeah. our experience started from our first date like there was no mm-hmm. at no point and this is another thing if you feel unsure about a man that's that's all you need to know that's, yeah. all, that's all if, if you're if yep. you're like, i don't know if he likes me i'm not sure where there you going. go that's it that's your answer yeah. I, because, I always say if you're confused just take it as a no it's yeah, easier it's, it's yeah. the same it's the same but thing. i think a lot of women though it's maybe especially i don't know going in towards 40 because i've done it where I'm not sure, but because I'm I'm not confident enough in myself, it's 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 all about the self love journey. At that point, I didn't love myself enough. I thought, what if this is my only chance of yes. love? And so you accept yeah. it. You know what I mean, and you think, okay, cool. This might be. There's been times where like women in general have stayed in things, even that have been in things, and it started off well, but it, it became an unhealthy environment. And they stayed in it because it's like they're scared that of yeah. the unknown. That if I leave this. Is there gonna? Is anything else gonna come to me? Am I gonna have another chance of love? So I think that's really important as well to um, what you said about just being sure. And if, if you're unsure, just take right it as a no. It's easier. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. So how 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 have you been like with with lockdown love? 
hashtag lockdown love how's it been um we've planned our whole life now I think by the point like because we yeah so we dated we dated really really consistently and really well for a good four months so it wasn't wishy-washy I saw him every week we spoke every day like Mm. so it was a really solid period of getting to know someone we was very clear with his attentions like I remember when I said to him like I don't want you I don't feel comfortable with you seeing any other people at this point like you don't need to plan your life with me and you're free to like you're not obligated to like work things out with me if you're not feeling it but I would prefer it if you weren't like you know with other people and he was like of course Mm. he was like that's not a problem that's fine and two months later we were officially together and I've never yeah I've never I've never been um been worried or confused or wondered where we're at ever he's he's always he's always reciprocated yeah he's always reciprocated um, my energy and so when we went into lockdown we've literally just been with each other like he he lives in south london so it's a bit of a distance so it's not like a thing where i can just pop around for the girl evening. as right well, that's not yeah. a distance my boyfriend yeah, lives in southampton so yeah, yeah. She, oh, no, 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 I south, do it. south london is not a distance trust me yeah. <laughs> do you know what it's, it's a distance when you have to drive through central london to get there after yeah, work yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you have exactly. to drive all the way back it's not it's yeah. a dis- that's long distance it's please yeah, i feel yeah, you girl but it's long distance to go through central london even on public transport i don't it's central london's not the one yeah it's like a whole it's like an hour's drive so an hour there yeah we've just we've just been in each other's space like he's so comfortable here like he's here when i'm not here my mum absolutely adores him like he's integrated into my family so um and his parents are lovely like i'll go there i might spend the weekend there he'll come we'll spend the weekend here um and we li- we've just been like that all locked down on and off but this weekend we was watching tv and i was like ah fizz i feel numb i feel numb like, <laughs> we do this we've been doing it every weekend for a year i need something like, he's like and obviously that like, i'm all dramatic and he's like yeah no i get you yeah no i feel you be like yeah and i'm just like no i, I need a holiday <laughs> yeah, this lockdown is getting to all of us yeah it's getting to i'm, us, I'm at the end of my tether yeah that's amazing oh, i think like yeah, everyone's been dealing with lockdown differently and especially date to be fair i saw obviously i followed the shade room yeah no judgment i like i like shade room sometimes <laughs> they she she oh they, no they one was judging you please sometimes i like entertainment so there was a post that someone posted to, uh, they posted today about a lady who said that she met her now partner on clubhouse oh my god my boyfriend sent that to me oh and I was like look at the way they made it official look at your head (laughs) (laughs) do you know what he said to me do you know what he said to me we went we went went to the we went to the theater no it wasn't special at all we went to the theater yeah and then that night we was lying in bed and he was like well did you hear today when when all nervous did you hear today when I called you my girl and I was like "Mm, I thought you said that and he was like oh so how do you feel about it and I was like okay yeah I'm your girl all right good night (laughs) (laughs) and it was it was it was it was very casual. Like that, that yeah. way of doing casual. Exactly. So it depends. Like it depends. But I, I don't like that. I need you to stay with your mouth. And will you be my? Will you be my girlfriend? I told, yeah, I told my yeah. partner that I was like, I, you need to ask me that question. Other than that, like I've heard stories. My it's friend here, <laughs> my friend and her partner, she said that the way. Um, so she was kind of like, oh, like Bianca, he hasn't asked me yet. Da, 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 da. They've been dating for a while. So we're thinking all this time that he hasn't asked her. So she comes, she's like, oh, should I go and ask him, like, what's going on, whatever. I said, go and ask him. She's like, I'm not sure. I said, go and ask him what's yeah. going on here because you need to know. He said, oh, I asked you. She was like, when? She said, one day they were sitting at the table and he was like, so do you want to do this? I was like, do you know what? <laughs> Men are mad. And she, she thought 
that he was talking about something else something else was going on at the time and so she laughed wow. and said yes but he's like do you want to do this so she, she was just like laughing into the air so all that time that was like a month prior he thought they were actually like uh-uh. officials yeah. so I mean, you, no, you need to be clear with no, me yeah. Yeah. you need to be clear because that would just go over my head and for me if a man is uncomfortable asking me blatantly to be his girlfriend then I don't even know because that reminds me of a situation with my boyfriend I can't remember what we were talking about yeah oh yeah oh yeah so we was we was talking and we was talking going back and forth about something and then he was like do you want to make one and I was like I was like yeah yeah next year and he was like, I was talking about dessert. And I was like, I was talking about babies. Like, what are you talking about? But obviously, but obviously, but at the time, we was at a place where we already knew that at some point in the future, that's what we wanted. So it was kind. We, yeah, lo- we yeah, laughed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. laughed it off. Um, so but I proper, thought he, I proper thought he meant kids. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. No, but I thought that as well. We said that to our face. Because I think, I, think a little, I think just before, I think just prior, we were talking about making pancakes. No, he said, you want to make some. He said, you want to make some. And I think I took it on to kids. And he was like, oh, do you want to make some? And he was talking about pancakes. That's right. You're ready to have kids here. As I was ready to have kids. Yes. I, 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 um, yeah, I devoted 20, the end of next year to having kids. I said, when I'm 32, okay. I'm going to have kids whatever happens because Ooh, it gets to a point that. where, unfortunately, whether we like it or not, complications kind of rise. We get older. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But I was like, true, when, I'm, when I'm 32, I'll yeah. have my first one. Regardless of what my situation is, I'll make it work. But up until yeah. then, no, like, I'm not going to get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. So we Yeah. So recently we made a we created a post where we um basically showcased people who were successful around the age of 30 and beyond. And it got so much engagement. And I guess kind of like your previous um posts and you know, the things that you've been saying, I think a lot of people are really resonating with the fact that they feel the pressure to get everything done by 30, whether it's career, marriage, and, you know, things like that. So we asked our audience a couple of questions. And one of the questions was, how do you avoid um, the feeling of comparison? Because, mm. I mean, I'll t- for, for me, for example, I have such a variety of friends, I have a wide friendship group. But Sometimes it does feel like I am comparing myself to their successes, regardless of whether I try hard to, you know, people tell me, oh, don't compare yourself. You're doing well, all that kind of stuff, uh, that kind of stuff. And I feel like, how do you how do you actually train your mind to not compare? Um, I know it's good to feel jealous or not feel jealous, but it's good to feel some sort of thing that pushes you. But mm. I think it can become toxic if you do dwell on that too much. Mm. So, yeah, that was like a long winded question. So how do you... Uh, <laughs> yeah advise people not to feel pressured by comparison um I I feel like you have to start with it's not the only thing but you have to start with yourself so you have to like if you're feeling funny about something and if you're feeling bothered about seeing someone else do something then you have to ask yourself what bothers you okay so there was this one girl this one girl beautiful girl that I followed I'm not gonna lie I had to unfollow her I was like I'm not doing this every time I see your post I'm like ah <laughs> no. I was like, I was like, okay, I can't keep doing this. This is ridiculous. So I unfollowed her for no other reason than I was jealous. I said it to myself, and I, I write, I like, I write, I, I write a diary, and I said, I was like, there's this one on Instagram, and I'm so jealous, and I don't know why. It's not like she's wildly different from 
the mm. other influencers that I follow are the other young successful but this girl I don't know what it, I think maybe it's because I've seen her development over like the however much time yeah. I've mm, kind of okay. seen her follows grow I've seen her get certain things and maybe I'm like this is all just happening before my eyes and I'm just still here in my mother's house Mm. and I'm wondering no what's happening and I and I, I don't think I really got to the root issue but I, I was aware that you know I was just jealous of what was going on with her and I was like it's right just unfollow her I don't think I'm going to suddenly stop being jealous of her I just, need to, yeah. I just need to unfollow her like if I'm seeing that comparison then and it's bothering me then just remove the comparison yeah but also yeah. I feel yeah. like also I feel like I'm like I'm okay so for example like I have friends and we joke about it all the time like they call me edgy and I'm like I'm the budget babe and we joke about me and I'm always like oh yeah I'm a cheap babe whatever whatever but you just need to embrace your differences like I have friends who have designer bags mm. who have Mercedes mm. cars mm. and it doesn't bother me because I'm just like I'm only liking this because they have it like if if every if 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 we removed like all of this stuff from the world would I miss it I don't, I, f- I even think the concept of designer is a stupid I think it's such a ridiculous mm. concept that people yeah. will pay 10,000 10,000 pounds yeah. for a handbag like that's mad yeah. it's crazy so it doesn't yeah. make sense for yeah. me to genuinely believe that and then be jealous of someone that has a handbag sometimes you forget mm. what your own principles are because yeah. people are presenting people are presenting in a way that you know is impressive to other people like I know people, yeah. see people with Mercedes car and they're like that's amazing and they're nice ass cars like if I could have mm-hmm. one that would be great but that's not what pushes me and that's not what drives me necessarily so I just try to remember like as Raya yeah I know it's nice and I know you would love to be able to go out and buy like for example a really expensive quality pair of boots but these real leather ones you've got from Aldo they're really nice too like it's yeah the margin of the difference wouldn't be that great and at the end of the day let's be real you can't afford it and again yeah. that's absolutely fine yeah. I've grown up I think a lot of it is to do with my Sometimes parents you have to I be have honest with yourself yeah you do right. like you really do have to be honest with yourself and I've grown up with parents who are not like never been preoccupied with that stuff like ever like my mum as long as I can remember my mum would take me to charity shops she would be so excited to find a bargain she would be so excited mm-hmm. to find quality uh, quality stuff second hand like she's always mm-hmm. prided herself and I'm the same now I, when people are telling me about something I'm so excited to tell them how cheaply I bought it and I'm like mm-hmm. like you have to tell me that I'm like I know but I'm very proud that I paid oh. only five pound for these like and I feel yeah, like yeah, I should yeah. share this information <laughs> and so it's a lot to do with my parents and my upbringing like they're not preoccupied with fancy stuff like at all ever um so it's not an example that I've ever seen scene um mm-hmm. around me so that's probably just something that's kind of embedded into like my personality mm. and my psyche because of the examples that I have around me um and yeah removing that comparison for me like I know a lot of people are on Instagram I've never followed inf- influencers and um, I don't follow them if I follow influencers because I know oh, wow. them personally yeah. I don't follow any yeah. of them. same okay, actually um, yeah I don't really yeah, I don't follow and, and plus I'm really not that interested in influencers this another uh, maybe I'm old but this influencer culture <laughs> people will be like yeah drop the vlog and I'm just like you just want to watch her in enjoy her holiday I don't get it <laughs> like well, how is that fun like but yeah so I don't yeah. again I don't get the influencer culture and I'm not really into influencers and I intentionally do not follow beautiful women I think that's good I have well, a few but, like yeah. Bryson Tiller's girlfriend like I love her I follow oh, her she's beautiful she's so beautiful yeah. I always post her and her baby I think she's so beautiful but generally if I find a woman you know you go on Instagram the explore page and you see all these women that dress really nicely and they're so beautiful I'm just like no why am I subjecting myself to that every day and I, <laughs> yeah, just, I just catch my reflection and my lips are crusty and my hair and my edges are just all out <laughs> and I'm just like it's not I don't need to be bombarded with images of perfect women every day. It does not, exactly. it's not inspirational for me. Yeah, it not. doesn't motivate me. It's, it's not beneficial. So I feel like, especially when we talk about social media, you really do have to be really intentional with what you, um, what you, 
what you consume. You know, like the shade bar. I followed them for years and it got to a point where I was like, I'm not going to follow any more gossip pages anymore because I see mm. these people, these things, or I see ignorant comments and it gets me vexed. Mm. And I'm like internalizing mm. all of this. And I'm like, it's right. This is optional. This yeah. And now, so I've, I've, and, and I don't, I tried to spend, I spent, Instagram isn't really my thing. It's not where I spend most of my time anyway, but yeah. um yeah definitely tailoring what you consume and being really mm. intentional and sometimes you'll forget sometimes it'll be three months and you're like I'm following this person I'm comparing myself to this person and you have to kind of reboot and reevaluate. Yeah. and that's something yeah. that I think is constant you constantly have to do that but um just being very intentional and being aware of what it is that bothers that. you like yeah. I can't follow women with really long hair right now because I'm growing mine so I don't follow them because I'm just like when is my hair going to be this long so I'm yeah. like I, I follow that's people who are similar sense. stage yeah. as me like mm-hmm. similar length you know having the same problems and you know as my hair grows i'll start diversifying like what i'm consuming but yeah definitely tailoring it to where you're at yeah no i love, love that it. i think that yeah so definitely lovely. a lot of people um, need to take well, that well, thank you so much for joining us <laughs> thank you yes. like, this was so fun so you dropped gems. so many gems no you really Honestly, did it's great. Well, i'm glad, I'm glad being um, turning 30 was not in vain i'm glad this is <laughs> no. not no no honestly you have really used turning 30 and like I don't know if it's been whether it's whether it's been intentional or not the way you've kind of like pushed it and marketed it and made it into like just the way you've branded it it's just been amazing mm. with the clubhouse and stuff and so we actually want to like let we want you actually to let people know where they can find you because yes. obviously Luke if you have an android right sorry out. babes you can't join the whole clubhouse crew but eventually <laughs> hopefully they'll open it to the yeah, public we'll see yeah. but um yeah let people know where they can find you and then yeah we go from there Okay, cool. So all of my social media is actually underscore Azraya, um, A-Z-R-Y-A-H. So if you type that in, Twitter, all of those platforms yeah. will come up. Um, My I name is right here, as you can see. So I have a clubhouse room that I do on Mondays and Thursdays. I may just make it Mondays because I feel like two, <laughs> two times a week might be overkill. But I have a clubhouse yeah. room that I do at least once a week and it's every Monday at eight and it's called 3-0. And it's basically just like a club on Clubhouse. Um, and it's not about anything specific, but it is kind of focused on the perspectives of people in their 20s, turning 30, the, those years after 30. And we just kind of discuss different things like talking about sex life, relationships, like parenting, um, careers, mm-hmm. popular popular subjects like nothing in particular but the whole premise is that you know we're we're a group of like young adults and we kind of it's just a place for us to kind of process process what we're going through process the things we see make sense of the things we're feeling um and yeah it's just I just really want to try I know everyone says it's hard to make a safe space on the internet it is but so far it has been like there's been no problems everyone has been so respectful and if someone if someone is a bit ridiculous I'm so glad there are plenty of people in the room that are happy to drag them because you know my friend Exactly. You guys could to be fair, you I feel I feel like podcasts go on a bit longer, but I like that you guys have your time because you know sometimes people go on and it's like okay, you said that already. Exactly. Yeah. 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 We like yeah. to try and cap it like hour, yeah. hour ten max. But we yeah, max, max, max. I've seen podcasts yeah, two hours thirty-five. I'm just like, yeah, my, my was on like three and a half hours. I'm like, what? What? Three and a half hours? That's a whole film. Ridiculous. Literally, we're gonna make a whole, a whole monologue. But quickly before we go, just to round up, and we leave. What is the one piece? Everything we've spoken about today. 
as we're like been really honed in on turning 30 and the pressures, navigating through the pressures and navigating through trying to balance life, what piece of advice would you give to young women, especially because our podcast is for women, for young yeah. women, what piece of advice would you give them surrounding, um, you know, reaching the age of 30 and trying to navigate through finding themselves? Um, figure out who you are and be that. Like I have a, I have a, I have a saying and I'm like, I am who I am and that's all I can be. I, that, yeah. I don't have any other options. Like, and I used to say it as a joke when my friends would say, oh, you're always late and stuff. I'm like, I am who I am. That's what I can be. But <laughs> it's, actually turned in, it's actually turned into like my mantra, like f- figure out who you, and f- you might not know who you are very clearly. I didn't for a while. Not, not that you don't know, but you forget. Things happen, you forget mm. what you like. You forget what's really important to you. You try and fit a mold. Figure out who you are and just be that. And just, mm. yeah, and just be that. And, and have no shame in it, man. Shame is a useless, yeah. useless emotion. Yeah. That's really good advice. <laughs> But thank well, you so thank much. You so thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much, guys. Follow Azraya. Yes. All of her social media. Yes. If you got iPhone, sign up to her. It's Azraya's mind map, right? Yes. So I think you need to have like the link in bio on your Instagram. So if you type in the link is in my bio on Instagram on all my social media actually actually, or if you just type in Azraya's mind map, that's literally my blog, and then the link the the page okay. to sign up is on there. Make sure you give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts, follow us on yes, Spotify yes. and all of them things they are. Um, but yeah, thank you so much guys for listening and hello to all of you. I will see you next week. Bye ladies. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye guys. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.